0: The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. my very good adventure in plums. Jeff and Peter met with the wizard Seamus Hosborn the Shady. They ask the wizard for help finding Fjorten. Seamus discovers that Fjorten is underground. Cicero is mistrustful of the wizard. Meanwhile, Fjorten travels up and up in the tunnels and eventually he comes to a door banging on this door he gets the attention of the city guard whose building this door happens to be in. The guard brings him upstairs and locks him in a cell until they can decide what to do with him. Seamus leads Jeff and Peter to the city watch building where Fjorten is being imprisoned. Silvio Halloran shows up and demands to know what's happening. Not long after Sheriff Fuego also shows up. He sends our heroes back into the tunnels. You're proceeding in uh-huh. to Fishman territory. I was about to say Fishman Lane for some reason. <laughs> Fishman <laughs> Jones.
1: That's where, that's where you live. Why don't we just go there?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Take a little trip down to Fishman Lane. It's so Fishman awesome. Lane remembers. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys, you travel, you tra- travel. Uh, I believe if I'm remembering our adventuring correctly, there was only one intersection that you ran into uh, really along your, uh, your travels back. And so you'd probably remember which way to go from that. You don't really need too Mm -hmm. much.
2: Yeah. There was just that one division part going North or South. And so we would go
1: South. How do we know which way we're going in this dark underground tunnel?
2: Like I said, it was, it was kind of a straight, I went north and then took one left, and so I would you know take one
1: right and go south.
0: Okay. I would hope I think,
1: anyway, you know.
0: Thinking so. Thinking so. Lead the way, Fjordan. Fjordan does indeed lead the way. Uh you guys are moseying your way on on down the the tunnel here. And you're creeping lower and lower and lower beneath the city. You're not really sure how far down you are. You just know that it's quiet, cave-like, echoey. Eventually, you hear the sounds of water. You hear water dripping and sloshing and moving about. And I'm going to have each of you make me a little perception roll.
1: Rolling is cool. what I'm good at.
0: I just want to play the, the little clip from Sam. That's to like <laughs> the, like, rolling dice. It's part of the game.
2: Yeah. I was actually just thinking that. I got a 25.
0: I got a 5.
2: I got an 8.
0: Well, two of you suck and one of you doesn't. Um, Well, I've been
2: down here before, so, you know.
0: You kind of know what you're looking for, and and you're Mm -hmm. probably, like, walking in front, guiding, leading the party. You make your way to a cavern, which I've placed you on a map for. You find yourself in this cavern, and ahead of you, Fjorten, you can see out there is a underground body of water. And you can hear, with your perception of 25, which is one Bala perception roll, uh, you can hear some noises that are now familiar to you. They are the sounds of the gibbering fishmen, the Kuotoa, and they're going... <laughs> And so you can hear that there are several of them somewhere mysteriously ahead of you. What would you like so to do? I
2: would um, I would actually tell my compatriots that I had an intimate moment with one of these kuwatois, and they can read inside your mind if you touch your head to theirs. If you touch tongues, um, something else happens, but we won't go into that.
1: So if we come into contact with these fishermen, uh, is it violence immediately?
2: Uh, in my experience of that, not immediately. I mean, he threw me against the wall twice when I was a frog, but you know, when frogs talk back, it's weird. So, uh, he let, uh, I didn't have to kill him. One of them went away, so I wouldn't say violence immediately.
0: So don't attack out of a hand. Uh,
2: maybe not out of hand. All right. But I don't know how to communicate with him, besides touching the head. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and head well what do you want to do now
2: hmm. well, do I notice do, um,
0: any oh, go for it
1: Jeff. I was going to ask um, is, it, is it pretty much dark here except for Jeff's lighted hammer
0: it is that hammer being a lit is the only light you got oh well son of a bitch I made mean, all this dynamic lighting stuff and uh, you guys can just see everywhere can't you
1: I can. We can see that there are six fishmen, seven. I say seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. <laughs> How
0: about no? No, I say no fishmen.
2: There's, I don't know. We haven't no seen anybody. What
0: <laughs> I'm a dern fool. Oh, oh man, they uh, they uh, they fucking switched some shit. Um, hang on, <laughs> this is a whole new thing. Uh, Roll20 switched their entire fucking interface and now I, that's why everything was fucked up because you guys should be Do you have vision and you have night vision what's your uh, what's your dark vision both of you that have it like 60 feet
1: uh, I have 120
0: Ooh. Sam what's yours that's a great question I think it's 60 dark vision check it and see Mm-mm-mm. You can see you about 60, 60 feet. feet. that's correct. All right. So I've added light to your characters. Uh, or I rather, I've added light to uh, Jeff's character and I've added dark vision. These new swanky dark vision features, roll 20, I gotta say, you did a great job. I wish I would have known about it before I fucking got onto this screen, but well, here we all are. Turns you can fun. see. Uh, about 25 feet of cavern in front of you to where the water is gently lapping up to the shore. You don't know that there's several Kuatua beyond this. So what do, you, what do you do with that lack of information?
1: So, I know that I have probably the best dark vision, so I said, well, I, I assume I assume had told us that he heard some things.
0: I think he would. Uh mm-hmm. huh.
1: So I'll just say, I'm, I'm going to kind of maybe go up to the water. I'm going to peek around. Um, <laughs> just maybe uh, hide your light for a little bit, just in case me alert anybody to our presence.
0: I cloak my light. All right.
1: So I'm going to go up, the uh, kind of make my way up to the water's edge there that I can see.
0: You make your way up to the water's edge. Are you being stealthy?
1: I'm trying to be, yeah.
0: Well, let me get a stealth roll. cool, cool. Cool. <laughs> Cool. And I'll do a little perception on my end. That's a 22. Ooh, hot damn. That far exceeds the 15 that the Kuotoa, who are standing on the shoreline, that you can now see off to your east about... I'm use the handy-dandy roll 20 measuring feature. 50 feet away, you see a Kuotoa, and he appears to be at a place where the water is entering this cavern a slight is rush of water coming away from him, but he does not see you.
1: I'm not sure, but I th- think I might see another one far off in the distance.
0: You've got some spectacular dark vision. And indeed you do. That one. Click, 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 measure, measure. Oh, he is 95 feet away from you. Hmm. It seems weird that you have dark vision of 120 feet and this thing is only giving you 95 feet. Well,
1: I guess I'll kind of Sneak back to my compatriots and tell them we got a few fishmen out there. I'd quietly ask, "Are any of them tied up?" And I don't know. Were any of them tied up?
0: Uh, The fish people that you saw down there were untied up. They Hmm. all were uh, doing random things, grabbing fish, and uh, you know, doing things with their hands. So not tied up. All right. Well, I
2: don't know. I'm still curious what these things were doing with the frogs, but hmm.
1: What do you think we guys uh, what, what should we do, guys?
0: I'm so. following Fiarton's lead here. He has experience.
1: Well, hmm. Are we trying
2: to capture one or are we trying to go for the full monty and uh you know. One. Oh, oh. Yeah, sorry
1: about that. I didn't mean it, but uh to uh, kill one. Well, Yes, I don't know. It sounded like the sheriff wanted uh, wanted a corpse.
0: True. Also seems like this sheriff was a prick. Hmm. Maybe he's got, I don't know, a long story, a long tragic story of unrequited love, um, getting mixed <laughs> up with the wrong people. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Maybe it's one of the greatest stories ever told in, in modern fiction.
1: It's, I feel like it's either uh, we bring him a corpse or we find another way out of here. Oh, let's... uh.
2: Hmm. seems like there's multiple of them I don't think they're gonna die out maybe we do grab a corpse <laughs> did That's you
0: nothing. just did you just use extinction or lack thereof as justification for killing
2: when it comes to fishmen maybe
0: it was pretty great
2: I mean it's not like why... the
0: last of them I mean we can it's... kill a couple
2: isn't that why people hunt isn't that why you know For justification of their own beings I don't know. Um, sure man suck down those morals <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never heard it phrased quite that way but sure I'll try and suck down those morals I've never framed
2: it that way either just thought I'd give it a try probably won't do it again
0: that's alright you know we're, we're just here just trying things out testing things seeing, seeing how things go
2: Honest actually you know what to Fjorten's, uh thought process he probably won it I mean he had a good encounter with a fishman afterwards so he would probably say capture it but not kill it so i think that'd be the that'd be his response to go forward well
1: what are we gonna do right now
2: though i don't know any idea how to capture one last time i uh did an entangle and just grappled them and they weren't that strong
1: wonder i wonder if i can turn myself <laughs> disguise myself as a fish man <laughs>
2: In my arsenal, I have Long Strider for speed, Entangle, which I used the last time, and Thorn Whip to bring him closer if we were gonna capture him.
1: I have Hold Person.
0: You guys come up with a fucking plan or what? It's up to Fjorten.
2: <laughs> How far away were they? Did you know the distance?
0: Closest one is about 50 feet.
2: All right. Well, my extensive knowledge of Kuatoa was, you know, head-kissing one on the mouth. So let's go ahead and see what we're going to do with these guys. Why, um,
1: did say, why did you say head-kissing one on the mouth? I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> shits and giggles Just yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know why right. I I was I'm thinking like maybe five seconds ahead and I, I mix sentences with my thoughts
0: there <laughs> um, I was trying to give him head and I kissed him on the mouth instead <laughs> I-
2: head mouth <laughs> kiss the, the mouth
1: I kissed him on the head <laughs> <laughs> The heinous.
0: What are you going to do?
2: I would go with the original plan of how I got the last one and use Entangle on the closest one. How does that sound?
0: Okay. You are currently not in visual. I believe Entangle needs, uh, needs you to it be does. able to would, see them.
2: I would have to sneak up on him. It has a range of 90 feet and <coughs> be able to see him. But I'd ask my companions,
1: how does that sound? uh sure man go for it (laughs) we'll wait here jeff
2: can't see anything he's like yeah
1: whatever right on well then
0: let's do this because you guys are going to start doing stuff and your stuff is going to be full of stuff here i think Um, jeff rips a loud echoey fart that's fart fart fart, (laughs) fart. (laughs) would have been pretty amazing if you could have just farted on command there Mm Alas, alack, anon. We're going to do a little bit of initiative rolling here since we're getting into shit's getting crazy. And, Fjordan, before that all starts, I'm going to have you start with a stealth roll. All
2: right. Do, 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 do. Uh, clickety-clackety roll, and that would be an 18. Click. Click. Kapow. Shit. Ch-
0: Alright, now, what are all of your initiative uh, rolls?
2: roly roll. I got a 21.
0: Four. Mm, Peter?
1: What am I rolling for?
0: You're rolling for initiative.
1: Click. Three. three.
0: Piece of shit.
1: <laughs> Why is it showing red?
0: Because you uh, roll like
1: a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You got, a, you got a four. So you're like, fuck, plus one. Huh?
0: I chose it as red because you rolled the lowest number you could on your dice.
1: Oh, okay.
2: With fuck uh, plus one.
0: There are a total of seven Kuotoa in this here cavern. And they rolled like crap. The only person who didn't roll like crap is Fjorten with a 21. Yes. You got a mix of fives and threes with those... Uh, those a uh, kuotoa and Jeff's got a 4 and Peter's got a 3 so the first thing that's going to happen is against a roll of 18 for stealth from uh, from Fjorton do, do, do let's get a little perception all of the kuotoa got a 16 on their collective perception roll and so you Mr. Fjorton are stealthy
1: Yes. 10,
2: 15, 20, 20. What is, what, what is my movement speed in this?
0: Believe and that's what you are we right. would
2: be doing movement, even though it can't see me.
0: Um, yeah, so to what's happening you. right now, mechanically speaking, is that we are in the first round of combat, and because they rolled lower than you on perception than you did on your stealth, all of the Kuotoa have a, uh, or rather are surprised for the first round of combat. And I believe you have 25 feet of movement as a dwarf.
2: So, I...
0: Don't you stump you little in legs.
2: Because I would, I would imagine, do you have to go across around this barrier here? I just can't go through the barrier, right? Climbing and all
0: that good stuff. Um, those are cave walls, and in front of you is the water that's at the floor of the cave. It's not terribly deep, by the way. Yeah, so I kind of
2: went with that where we were, and so I can see one in my range, but he is behind this cave wall, as you can see diagonally to me. Would
0: that Mm -hmm. count as being able to see him? Um, I think I think you've got line of sight on him. Why not?
2: Oh, perfect. So I will indeed cast entangle
0: (gasps) on that guy. Do do, you? I was just double-checking because for some reason I could not remember. Yes, dwarves do have 25 feet of movement speed. You know, you get to that point where you just start questioning everything. Mm. You're just not sure if you're right or wrong. Entangle with a range of 90 feet can target a point within range. Grasping weeds and vines sprout up from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from a point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground and area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area when you cast the spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. When the spell ends, the conjured plants wilt away. Let's get a little bit of strength saving throws from these guys. So that's a one and a two and a three. What's your spell save DC these days?
2: Great question. Not as good as before. And that's what I was thinking.
0: Also, I've drawn a 20 foot square on the map that represents... Spell um, save DC is 13. Sweet. Uh, That square on the map represents where your entangle is. Uh, if it meets it, it beats it so a 20 and a 13 two of the dudes are not restrained, but the one that you can see in just, you know, poking out of the, uh, behind that ledge mm-hmm. that one is restrained I'm gonna put this cute little fishing net icon on it to symbolize <laughs> that yeah anything else on your turn?
2: um, no
0: I don't believe so okay uh, surprised, 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 surprised. And now we're down to Jeff. Jeff, would you like to do anything in combat right now? Um, or in initiative, I should say. No. Jeff, holds still. Another surprised fishman, Peter, would you like to do anything? Nope. <laughs> cool, cool. And two more Kua Toa are surprised. And we begin round two. Having now seen a spell get cast and some vines reach up from the ground, etc., Fjordson, it is back to your turn with seven Kuotua who now know where you are.
2: Wow, oh, they do know. Well, they are entangled, so I will get to. I mean, not. So that's difficult terrain still, correct?
0: It is difficult terrain within that 20 foot square. Uh,
2: one is entangled. All right, so I will go ahead and be. About 25 feet from the <clears throat> entangled uh, web to one, and then farther away from the other two, and I will hold fast.
0: You are holding fast. Uh, let's see here. So we have the first one. First Kuotoa comes a running. The second Kuotoa, let's see, what's he gonna do? He is going to scoot over five feet and try to assist his ensnared buddy. So is the other one that's next to him. And then the one that is currently entangled is going to roll with advantage a strength check to try and free itself. And with a 17, it is indeed able to free itself. It is going to take 10 feet of movement to the south to get out of the entangling vines and weeds, but not do anything else quite yet. And then, Jeff, we're back to you. I'm going to sit tight, remembering my friend Fjorten saying that uh, we shouldn't necessarily be violent. I do Another kuotoa uh, comes out from the west, where he was hiding behind a wall. May have been pooping back there, we don't know. Um, and he makes it out into your field of vision. Peter, it's back to you. I'm gonna cast uh, Dancing Lights. Nice.
1: And Um, I have a range of around 120 feet or so, so I can kind of cast this as far as I can see, but I'm gonna kind of pick a high point on the ceiling or whatever I can find, and just kind of position some lights up there to kind of light up the area.
0: Cool. Cool. Um, Let's (laughs) go up here and we're gonna draw a shape. What color would you like your dancing lights to be?
1: Um, I can create four lights. So I'm gonna make them like four different colors. Like,
0: oh, you son of a bitch!
1: Like a like a disco ball. Uh, red, blue, orange, and pink.
0: <laughs> red, blue, orange, and oh, is there gonna be a pink in this palette? Oh, that's kind of purple. Uh
1: purple works. New purple.
0: Oh, all right. Uh, dark purple or uh, like more like a magenta.
1: Uh, dark purple. All right. Like a prince purple.
0: Yeah, this is a good rich purple. purple All right, you're four
1: square, purple squares. here.
0: Uh, did you see where I put your squares on the map? I did. Does that feel like the right spot for them? That looks great. Excellent. Four. There are four lights. There are four lights, and they are dancing yeah. above the top. dancing, dancing. <laughs> You create up to four torch sized lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs. Ooh, what what kind of lights are these? Orbs. Orbs. They hover in the air for the duration to one minute. Oh, wow. Wow. Didn't you say you're wearing white today? Yeah. It's unfortunate. Words. You can also combine the four lights into one glowing, vaguely humanoid form of medium size. Whatever form you choose, each light sheds a dim light within a 10-foot radius. As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the lights up to 60 feet to a new spot within range. The light must be within 20 feet of another light created by the spell, and a light winks out if it exceeds the spell's range. So there, my friend, are some dancing lights in the cavern. And... Anything else on your turn?
1: Uh, I'll I'll just kind of... Get a little bit closer to the uh, shoreline
0: here. Cool. Can I have you make... Ooh, you know what? For fun, I'm going to call this a religion roll. What? Yeah. <laughs> I am not very religious. I have a
1: negative two to Oof. Religion. In fact, I am extremely stupid. I have a negative two bonus to intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> check but out that you religion rolled, roll you rolled oh wow
0: fucking double 20s in roll 20 two perfect rolls which of course go down to 18 but it couldn't have gotten any better than that okay with that roll in mind you move down to the shoreline your dancing lights hover above these pillar uh, rock sort of formations that are in the center of the cavern there are two additional Kuo-Toa who are currently out of sight for you guys, but are now about to move into sight. I'm just gonna quickly measure out some distances for them. Those 2 Kuotoa are utterly ensorcelled by these four glowing lights. They are, uh, it's hard to describe it in any n- any way that you would describe, you know, normal, natural language, but their gibbering seems almost reverent as they run as quickly as they can towards the four dancing lights in the center area. That is their two turns. And, Fjorten, it is back to you at the start of round three.
2: I'm going to be running back 15, 15, 20, 25 in the oh shit manner. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh, shit, oh, shit because they were not backing down and uh, maybe call over to my buddy Jeff and saying "Uh, this might be getting hostile
0: alright anything else on your turn? no okie dokie Fans, how the heck are you? It's been a fine week for us, and why you might ask? Is it such a great week? Well, because we had a new patron join us. Welcome to these illustrious halls of glory, son of Sofa Man. We were so happy that you decided to join us here and help continue to make this podcast a thing. I hope your experience continues to be d and delicious. And of course, thanks to all of our wonderful patrons, we're so happy to have you all. In another bit of good news, we finally clicked over the 50 rating mark on iTunes. What a thing! It was a a rating as opposed to a review, so I don't know who to thank. But whoever you are, you are wonderful. If you want to help us out, friends, joining our Patreon or leaving us ratings and reviews is a great way to do so. It's so wonderful to know there's people out there enjoying what we do, and that makes all the fun we're having worthwhile. In other news, it looks like the stay-at-home order for our state is potentially going to be eased back in the coming weeks. If so, that means we'll have the chance to record in person again, which will make all of us very happy. Me, perhaps, most of all. We've been getting by with recording remotely, but it's just way more fun in person. Don't worry though, we're all going to stay safe and sanitary. And, you know, on a personal note, I'd like to say a direct thank you to Governor Tim Walls, who I'm almost positive is a listener. I try and stay away from anything political on this podcast because, let's be honest, you come here for laughs, farts, and D&D. We like to stay as close to that formula as we can. But without getting too high up on a soapbox, I think our governor here in the fine state of Minnesota has done an exemplary job and the rest of our country can and should take notice. I hope all of you out there are also staying safe and sanitary. We're grateful to have you listening. And with that, let's get back into the action. Toa that are going to take their turns. Uh, there's this one down here who manages to get just up on the edge of these rocks. All of them are, of the four that are moving right now, moving closer and closer to the four dancing lights that are hovering <laughs> in the middle of this cavern above the water. And uh, they're starting to like reach their arms up towards these things. And what before sounded like an agitated. <laughs> Has now turned into more of a. Are they like kitties chasing bubbles? They definitely seem entranced, and uh, and uh, they seem like they're into these lights, these dancing dancing lights. And with those ones having moved, Jeff, it's over to you. I am going to move closer to everybody. Okay, and sit tight. Sitting tight, the other Kuotoa steps forward about ten feet. He gets himself up on top of one of these rocks pretty close to the purple light. And he's tentatively reaching out his little uh, fish hand and not quite getting close enough to touch the light, and then pulling his hand back and then gently reaching out again, and he's kind of like. And then Peter, <laughs> it's over to you.
1: I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have the lights kind of, they're uh, gonna start like pulsing, like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm gonna have them move and start circling me.
0: Okay, uh, you can move them up to sixty feet on a turn, uh, and they're about thirty feet from where you're positioned now. Uh, so you want them to come, like, around you? Yeah. Peter, you encourage these lights to come back to you. And uh, it's a real, like, uh, it's in boots and pants and boots and pants. <laughs> and they're, like, you know, in a, they're creating a rhythmic bobbing around you. Uh, did you want to do anything else, by the way, on your turn? That's just a bonus action to move them.
1: Uh, I'm going to start dancing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you going to start making any music or are you just going to start dancing?
1: Uh, maybe, maybe I'll make like the the t- 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 sounds to myself while I'm dancing.
0: Nice. You uns away on the side of the cavern, and
1: and I've uh, I've got like uh you ever see like Julia Louise Dreyfus on Seinfeld when she oh, like <laughs> her, with her yeah. like that's how I'm dancing. Sexy. <laughs>
0: of the kua tua two kua god that's just getting harder to fucking say kuotoa that are down here in the cavern that have their turns remaining in this round two of them are running across and they are getting close enough to you and they see the lights they hear the beat they see you dancing one looks to one the other looks back and they start kind (laughs) of dancing
1: Yeah!
0: (laughs) (laughs) They're bobbing their little fish heads, and they're, you know, they're like, not quite pumping fists or anything like that, but they're swirling them around. They're not quite in rhythm, but they're pretty close. They're trying. They're trying. And we begin round four, back to Fjordan.
2: That's great. So first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to go back to um, my buddy Jeff here, who is five feet behind me, and I'm going to cast... Long strider on him. So he gets extra it. movement. I believe it's 10 feet.
0: Oh. I'm going to pop that up in the chat so I can take a look. Right you? Such a creature. The target speed increases by 10 feet until the spell ends. That's a and then I'm super basic spell.
2: Move uh, another 15 feet forward towards the middle where these orbs are. And I'm going to start dancing along. Uh, you know, not good to, I mean, it's good to be in with the groove with the God Groove, so uh, yeah, I'm going to start doing a little dance.
0: Why don't you give me me a little uh, dexterity roll? Let's see how your dancing is.
2: Mm, Get down tonight.
0: Get down tonight.
2: With a plain dexterity, we will do that. Just
0: plain dexterity.
2: That'll be a 17.
0: Damn, dude. Like, I don't think Jeff or Peter knew that you could dance like this. (laughs) (laughs) I think that you... Like everybody is like, ah, oh, it's the stumpy little clumsy dwarf. Like, he's a geologist, rock mining kind of guy. Like, who'd ever think it? And you start busting some, uh, busting some moves out. You um... to uh, N. Peter's
2: Elaine. I'm going to uh, be who is John Travolta in Pulp Fiction? Nice. What his oh, uh, what's his name? Vincent Vega. Vincent yes. Vega. I'll be the Vincent. Sorry, you gotta lean into
0: the microphone and go. Vince Vega.
2: Vince Vega. I haven't seen the show in forever. I can't remember what it sounds like.
0: Oh, that's that's the scene where they're at the um, the sock hop.
1: Oh yeah, the burger
0: joint or whatever. <laughs> God, I, I love that song that they play in that part too. Where's the fucking Mrs. Mia Wallace? Hang on one second. This has I have to figure this out. <laughs> the world famous Jackrabbit Slims twist contest. Oh God such a great great scene anyway moving away from movie history fjorton begins quite a dance and he's doing the whole like the disco uh i don't know cat eyes fucking john travolta thing and then the little twist water's splish splashing all about (laughs) uh anything else on your turn mr dancing queen no nothing Dancing dancing king, perhaps? I mean, you just pick whatever gender you feel like being tonight.
2: Dancing them. We got it.
0: Dancing they. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got four Kuotoa who are going to creep forward. These Kuotoa, there are now six of them who are right close. There's the one that got up on the rock, and he just hasn't caught up with the rest of the group. Uh, but they are positively ensorcelled by the four dancing lights and the dancing forms of Peter and Fjorten. Jeff, what are you going to do with that? (laughs) I'm going to join the party. Yes. (laughs) Hell yeah. Oh my god. Dancing with the fish people. I'm going to come up here. I'm going to slap myself around and get enraged. And I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) Are you going to start a mosh pit? Yep (laughs) Okay Do we hear you you get angry behind us? You scoot forward And you dance as the gods would dance You get all kinds of angry After slapping yourself Uh, I'm going to have you uh, uh, I'm going to have you make an unarmed strike At yourself As you punch yourself in the face um, I don't know how to do that. Um, basically, <laughs> uh, you take your strength modifier plus one, I think it is, and you're going to take that amount of damage. I'm just going to assume that you won't miss yourself. Uh, but you sock yourself in the face and you take, uh, I think that'd be six for you. My strength modifier is seven. Seven? Oh, no, 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 it's five. You're right. Good lord, I was gonna say that's where saving throws so yeah, six alright, you sock yourself good you take six damage and you are, uh, you're now ragey you're gonna rage dance are you Mm -hmm. gonna try and, like, hit any of them, or are you just rage dancing no, no, I'm just kinda jumping around
1: and headbanging (laughs) just, every once in a while you you slip in a punch right to their face or something (laughs) like
2: that you accidentally head sock one of these things out with the headbutt
0: Nice. Uh, the last Kuotoa is gonna come all the way over to the other side here. So here's what we can do. Uh, you guys have the characters fairly well in trance. They have forgotten all about the weeds and entanglements and everything else that happened earlier. And Peter, I feel like you you guys, you get everybody whipped up into a fury. Uh, are you just gonna do like beatboxing? Are you gonna break out an instrument? Oh, yeah, um... I mean, you are a bard. I know. I can't remember what instrument I had, though. I believe we set you up with,
1: uh... Was it bagpipes? With bagpipes. I was gonna see if I actually made a note of that anywhere. Do-do-do. I don't think so. But, yeah, I guess I, uh... I whip out the, um... The bagpipes, and I drop some mean beats with the bagpipes. (laughs) Somehow.
2: (laughs) <laughs> what was the fairy tale with the guy um, who had the mice following him? Pied Piper Yeah, you're the Pied Piper of these guys with bagpipes
0: Where should I lead them? I mean, you could, at this point, lead them should you choose them. Should we keep, keep those sick beats up Should we go back to the door? Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm for it That's a pretty good plan
1: any, any other ideas? We're just going to bring him right back to the city watch. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he want some Coanoa? Well, yeah. I just didn't think we were going to bring him, like, seven of them. But fuck Much it, less sure.
0: alive and dancing.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I, I start... Uh, I steer the lights around me, I guess, and I just start... Leading these guys
0: back to the door. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So you, this this is just not at all how I thought this would turn out. Um, So you get these Kuo Toa, you get them ensorcelled and dancing and the lights are spinning. And why don't you give me, why don't you give me a performance check uh, and I think because of your earlier double 20s you can do this at advantage.
1: Oh boy here's where uh, here's where things
0: can go terribly wrong. Uh, is that a 14? That is a 14 so uh, you're like you're maybe questioning your own confidence you got a little bit of uh, a little bit of stage performance anxiety whatever you want to call it uh, but nobody else is noticing you are ripping out the bagpipe beats it (laughs) is so dance worthy it is it's just crazy and these guys are so happy to be following along with you and you lead them down the corridor and you start walking and like you're kind of doing like the backwards elaine dance where you're pointing your thumbs over your shoulder and the kuotoa kind of look at each other and then they shrug their shoulders and they start dancing along behind you and following you up the hallway and you got yourself a little um, uh, a little conga line going up this hallway. Uh, why don't you give me one last performance check at advantage for the second half of the journey back to the door?
1: Nailed it, nineteen.
0: Ah, uh, damn! With a nineteen, you're chugging along. You're chugging along, and like you've probably had to recast your uh, your dancing lights once or twice just because it <laughs> is a. Uh, It's a cantrip and it only lasts for about a minute. Maybe you do like the dramatic rave full pause and the lights go out (laughs) and then you bring them back on and they're like, oh, Uh, I I dropped the beat with the lights. (laughs) 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 You drop some sick, sick bagpipe beats. And these, these Kota, they cannot get enough. They will follow you to the ends of the earth. And in fact, they follow you up to this door. Oh God. You get all the way there and like, you're having a dance party. You're just rocking out, having a great time. And uh, the noise that you're making, because bagpipes, (laughs) I don't know if you guys have been around bagpipes when they're being played, but they are not quiet. And you draw some attention from inside and the the door like you can over the over the music you can hear the door things slide back to open uh and then the door opens and one of the guards kind of peers out and looks at the scene in this let's say there's a, <laughs> a sort of cavernous open room maybe like 20 feet across and there's peter swirling dancing lights fjorton i think still just busting an amazing move here and jeff also rage dancing um <laughs> Jeff's probably pretty beat up at this point because he's gonna like punch himself like every six seconds to keep going. But, you know, just a lighter slap this time. So like, you know, your face is kind of bruised and raised like a loaf of bread. Maybe a banana, but you're you're still holding yourself together. Let's see here. I'm gonna have each of you guys give me why don't you just give me a D20 roll? Let's just see generally how lucky you are right now. Seven. <laughs> okay, and man. This is where it falls apart. You guys have your fucking party scene, rave, bagpipe, everything craziness that's rolling up on the door here. And the door opens a little bit. The one dude peeks out. And then he sort of gently closes the door. And then, like, 45 seconds later, the door pulls open really quickly again mm-hmm. and like a dozen city guards mad dash into the room and start tackling Kuotoa. and it is like Yakety Sack is playing in, playing in the background it is just <coughs> a shit show these slippery fish dudes the are
2: Finney just Hill looks... theme song. Mm-hmm.
0: they're just slipping and sliding left right and sideways out from these guys people are just getting covered in fishy scaly goo it is it is a comedy of errors, but eventually, all seven of these fish are detained. Now, the critical question is, did you guys help or not? Peter, did you help? No, I did not. Fjortan, did you help? I did not. Jeff, did you help? Absolutely not. Excellent. The three of you, with bagpipes a-playing and lights a-dancing... Uh, Watch as these seven fish people are captured, shackled, lined up, and marched Mm -hmm. back out of the room. And uh, I suspect by this point, your song uh, fades away. I just imagine the bagpipe just goes... The the classic bagpipe deflating noise? Yeah. With all of the fishmen out of the room, uh, a few minutes later... The uh, Sheriff Fuego comes back into the room and he says to all of you, well, I am very impressed with all of you. That was significantly more than I thought you were capable of. He reaches down to his uh, tunic pouch, fucking whatever thing, money bag, pulls it off of his belt and uh, tosses it at you, Fiarton. And, uh, you know, just for giggles, why don't you give me a a quick dexterity, uh, dexterity save.
2: Dexterity save. All right. All right. Dexterity save of 10.
0: All right. Uh, he tosses this bag of gold at you. It hits you right in the chest, but you catch it before it falls down to the floor. And, uh, he looks to you and says, I trust, you know, the way out this time. And, and without waiting for an answer, he just turns around and walks away.
2: Okay, so he wasn't closing the door or anything like that.
0: Leaves it open behind you. Or behind him okay. rather.
2: Alright, uh so yeah, I would uh just jingle it in my jingle it in my hands and kinda I'd actually almost feel bad at this point. Almost do a sad look towards my compadres.
0: Yurton gives you a sad look, Jeff. What do you do? Um nothing. <laughs> McMoist, you get a sad look from uh, Fjordan, What do you do?
1: Nothing to do.
0: Fucking eh? Fjordan, your sad look is unresponded to, unrequited. But you got a sack of gold, and it's it's fairly heavy. In fact, you look into that sack of gold, and uh, well, let's let's do it this way. I'm gonna have each of you. I'm gonna have each of you roll me. 3d6. Six.
1: 11.
0: Six. Five. Man, you guys suck. <laughs> Makes sense. There is a grand total in this thing. Oh, I was going Hey, good thing I don't suck. <laughs> uh, 33 grand total gold pieces that are in this sack. And there you be. I think eventually you probably mosey your way out of the station. You don't see Sylvie on the way out. She must have gone back home because it's not her shift.
2: I'd go ahead and toss this sack just straight towards uh, Peter to hold on to, and uh, almost frowned walk on the way home, shoulders slumped, kind of feel remorseful about my decision. The poor fish
1: people.
0: Poor fish people.
1: You know the shit about this is, is that we. Still never found out what the fuck was going on with those frogs. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you guys want to go back and tell your uh, your buddy McNutt about it, or do you want to wait until the morning?
1: Um, I think we should go back and... Or I can go back at least and tell him right away. I'm not sure uh, if Jeff and Fjort and you guys are tired. It's probably been a long night.
0: Is that a but tiny f- fart? No, that was a dog. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I suspect that your conversation with McNutt is relatively uneventful. And eventually the three of you, 33 gold richer, uh, make your way off to bed. All right. All right, Dungeons, Dragons. Nick, <clears throat> do you want to play some D&D tonight? I do. Okay. I do. Let's, let's do
1: it. All right, let's start oh. the stage. Where are we? There's another.
0: Yeah, where are you guys? There's another job on the board. It just appeared out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, that's the thing that happens. Tell me about where you are. I like, I like Josh's idea. What are you doing right now? Oh, what time of the day is it? You get to decide. You're the say decider.
1: It's probably...
2: i think it's probably morning, because we got done with... Um, uh, what's his name's... No, we didn't even go see him yet. We should probably go to mm, Peter's friend the nut yeah, do we end up telling him about the kuokoas?
0: yeah um, Peter went and uh, and let him down easy, let him know oh. well, you know explain the story, but explained also that you guys didn't really come to the grand finale and he needed some time to mull that information over all right I mean, you know the other thing too is we've been playing this like pretty solidly day to day. Um, but we don't have to. You guys can skip ahead a a day, a week, or whatever you want if you're... Not that it's super relevant now, but when we get into more of the building your fortress and all that fun stuff, that'll be... You want to maybe fast forward more often?
1: Well, um, I say... Let's just go around to the table and make up details. I say it's around... It is like fucking ass crack a dawn right now. I want to say it's about... I know it's probably been a, a, bit, a bit of
2: time, maybe a week after our last adventure, so we've been kind of going around town
0: doing our normal thing. I thought you were going to like say a different time. <laughs> I thought too. <laughs> <laughs> <do you> <laughs> it's the ass crack of dawn. No, it's like 10. <laughs> <laughs> so what time is it? Like, daybreak. And it's, you know, it's early summer, so that's uh, that's a fairly early time. Is it the day after our uh, frog adventures? Sam said it's a week later. Oh, and okay. a week here in this magical land with its kooky fantasy calendar. A week's only five days. So it's currently the 23rd of Ico. I am working at the blacksmith shop making coin. Peter, back to you. Give me a detail. What are you doing right now? Right now. Right now? Um, right now.
1: Right now? I guess I'm, I'm getting dressed. Uh, am I... Am I a town crier still, or am I not? I think Warrior? you are. I'm, I'm putting on my town crier outfit. What, what
0: does a town crier outfit look like?
1: Uh, it's got a really stupid-looking hat, and uh, I got it's like a bell. I gotta ring it. And uh, Wait, wait, the hat is the bell? No. Actually, <laughs> actually yes, yes. <laughs> the bell is on the hat in this town. And it, it's like a standard uniform that all that, um, uh, Lord Hoff has kind of designated for all, for all town criers, so we all wear a standard, standard uniform with a bell hat, and, uh, I'm putting that on right now.
0: Right on. That's really gotta fucking fuck with your, uh, your roommates if, well, apparently Jeff is already out earning bread, getting, getting that bread, and there's, there's Fjortin laying in bed, maybe, trying to get some sleep, hearing a bell. What are you doing, Fiorden?
2: Fiorden actually is already out and about. He's been spending this week working on his little druid transformations, going out into the woods and turning to crickets, and whatever stupid thing there is out there.
1: Turning really into tra- shit. <laughs> 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 just
2: really just some dog poo sometimes, and he's just figuring it out though.
0: I mean, that's a pretty natural, you know, thing to, to thing to be, right? Mm-hmm. You could be. You could be poop if you wanted to. I
1: don't know. Yeah, I don't know.
0: can you turn into poop? Maybe like <laughs> that's, that's going to be our spin-off show. <laughs> the the Fjortens Detective Show, Poop Shifter.
2: <laughs> maybe the like, closest thing to like a dung beetle and really get into the shit.
1: You could be a dung beetle, right? That's a I thing. I could. You could be. Is that yeah. true? Right? You don't have to be like the same size as what you are now. You can turn. Maybe into...
2: maybe it's. Well, actually, maybe in this world they have, like, gravy melon worms. So you really just slither in to the gravy melons.
0: I don't like thinking about gravy melon worms. So.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. pretty gross. Scromato worms, maybe. Be That's okay.
0: even worse, somehow.
2: How is that even better? Yeah.
1: Why? Why not? I just don't like my melons, you know, soiled with, you know, worms. But, you know, like a scromato with worms? That doesn't seem so bad. How about Yeah.
2: In the pits, you have to worry about gravy melon eels. I don't know.
1: I was was trying to think of something there.
0: Gravy melon eels?
2: Yeah, just squirming around in there.
0: That's not. That's
1: worse.
2: It is worse, yeah. We're just going. We're going.
1: uh, Okay, next. They're like like electrified, so occasionally, if you eat a gravy melon, you get shocked.
2: If you're picking them, zap.
1: Oh, this one's full of eels.
0: Fuck. every once in a while I really wish that we had um like uh, like a baby cake style animation for our entire show cause that would have been a perfect scene for the oh this one's filled with eels. fuck <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture that in the Brad Neely style
1: <clears throat> man we're right. uh we're all very industrious we're all like fucking up at Crackadon doing shit yeah Look at us. truly
0: Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Look cool, at us cool.
1: go. I mean, that's what. Or, uh, did you see the
0: last one? Indeed, 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 indeed. I haven't gotten that far yet. Because you had to be, yeah. Uh...
2: Yeah, that was awesome.
0: So here we are. You guys are all doing your separate, your, your industrious, not together things that you guys are doing as a team. There are three things on the job board for all of y'alls. The first one is the continuing So Spice from Dugas malsh Wanting, begging at this point, pleading for you guys to bring him some spice on a long trip.
1: Oh, 100 gold. Holy shit.
0: That's uh-huh. a lot of gold. You've got one other new quest. Uh, this one is called Cursed Mine. Ecolias Blingerstone would like you to investigate a mine for him and you can contact him for the details on that. Uh, I hope you guys all noticed, by the way, that for the... uh, Let's see if I can pop this up on your screen... Decided to make a mining company. It's called Blingerstone Mineral and Metal. And their logo is a milkshake. So you got that going for you. And finally, there's one additional quest called Soup's Wife uh stuart soup the one of the cooks there at um at the sneaky brisket has received a note from his wife she needs rescuing from her cult and he's putting together a team
2: oh he's
1: ripped
0: i love when people put together a team you son of a bitch i'm in
1: i think we have to do that one yeah i think we do
0: reminds me of uh mcgruber when he puts together his team
1: (laughs) <laughs> McGruber I feel like is way underrated. Oh for you. sure as McGruber's pretty good. Isn't Doesn't he shooting balls out
0: of his ass? Doesn't he blow up his team immediately?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forgot that. Do I have McGruber? I need to find out if I have McGruber.
0: If you don't I do. Pain 2, Episode 19, There Are Four Lights, was released on April 26, 2020. Are we going to be back next Sunday? You frickin' know it, because we are... Vegan! 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 vegan, The Very Good Adventuring Team! Blah How's the clapper still even in business with the remote controls and Bluetooth and everything else?